Sunday, we were always off. Oh, we were always so like, bad. Adam would get thrown on. Yeah. I'm I glad that it doesn't work. I know. We yeah. clap now. <laughs> Welcome to the Spooky Succubus cast, an anti racist, anti capitalist, intersectional feminist movie about horror. Podcast about horror movies. I was just in a fugue state watching Love Island. It's not my fault. <laughs> it does like uh what's that old comic where it was, it was like I don't I forget I feel like it was in like a New York Times comic. Um that was like an old lady sitting in a chair with Law and Order in the background and the like the waves were affecting her brain. Like the waves that's, from Law and Order. That's what Love that's Island how does. Love to Island me. works. It's like me, 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 me. Yeah. I it you, I, have you seen that TikTok that's going around that it like it's like a young person crying because she went to a job interview and asked if there were accommodations for people with time blindness. And I was like, I mean, I definitely have that and I understand it. And I like was thinking about that today as because you were like five minutes and I was like, I can watch like three minutes and 47 seconds more of this episode. But like I can't, I'm always late for everything. Um, yeah, I, f- I didn't actually see the original time blindness post, but I saw someone like coming to her defense because she's like a literal child. She's um, really, really young, and people were going in for her. And I was like, I think there, I mean, I don't think there are def- necessarily like employer accommodations outside of just like seeking a job with a flexible schedule, but like you probably can't be a yeah. bartender or like. You know, work at a dental but, office yeah. or something because <laughs> people have I appointment think a, times. A more empathetic stance would be like maybe seek this job out. You know, like here instead of like just coming for this child, like yeah, just like, leave. Set alarms. We're all stupid. Like, listen, I set alarms. Yes. They're low impact for me, to be honest with you. <laughs> I have a lot of anxiety about being late, and I. Uh, me and Maya have come to arguments about this. Like, we've gotten in arguments because she is always late. She's always late for it. everything. It's she like works my least on Maya favorite thing time. about myself. Yeah, I know. You are also, yeah, kind of like a late I'm person. Always and late. I'm the opposite. I know. I'm so anxious about being late that I am always on time, which is ki- my kind of goes against like, my personality. <laughs> it's kind of true. My therapist says being making yourself late to things can be like a form of self-harm basically like yeah <laughs> because you're, you're like, like sabotaging and like ruining my own day and life and like then when i'm you know running 15 minutes later to something i actually need to be on time for then i have like the panic and like i get all of the like i put myself into a position where i'm very like unhappy and uncomfortable and yeah it totally sucks but i'm an adult and i should just like get it together but i can't and i won't and that's why i have a remote job that Right. I only have to be on time to meetings that are in my office that is in my house, you know? <laughs> and I'm still late to them sometimes. Because and I'll be like, like okay, t- I only one need minute. five minutes to wash my face and brush my teeth. Never. And I don't. I need more than that. Yeah. <laughs> Caesar is also a chronically late person. I like all and not my sister, but she's like me. But I I think I try to like put up this mask of being like a cool girl i have a cool girl you mask. are cool but 
but I'm the I'm a nervous wreck, and I am always on time or early. Mostly, I'm early, and You're I'll just like, early, hang around. Yeah. I'll hang around a spot, bef- like, and then like come in fashionably two minutes late. But I've been there for like fifteen minutes, actually. Yeah, just like sitting in my car or like at the coffee shop across the street or whatever. Like but. recently, I was meeting Jocelyn for dinner, and. We were meeting at 6, and my train came in at 5.30, and I only had to walk 15 minutes, and I still ended up being, like, five minutes late. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> like, you stepped into so a void. You stepped I, like, went into, into a, a vortex. Yeah. Yeah. How does this relate to the movie we're talking about today? It doesn't. So. Mickey's always late. <laughs> yeah, he's late and not a great listener. Um, late in life. Late in life, non-bloomer. So, this episode today is dedicated to Rebecca's husband, Cesar Nava, who watched it, and we were going to cover a different movie and realized it's not widely available for free on streaming services. So, we changed tactics, and this is the first one that someone suggested to us, slash we thought of, and so we went for it. And he's like, you should do this one, and I and we were like, he said okay. that as we were texting, and I was like... <laughs> Cool. It's on Prime. We can both it's watch on it. It's Prime. Uh, it's called The Battery. It's a 2012 independent movie written and directed by Jeremy Gardner, who also plays the lead role of Ben. And this is, like, a problem for me, this, like, syndrome where, like, a not that hot but, like, kind of dirty, bearded guy makes a movie and then acts in the movie. I'm like, hello. <laughs> but he's actually nasty. Um, it actually won a few awards at film festivals, especially audience favorite. It was made in my not very beloved home state of Connecticut um, for a budget of $6,000 in like 15 days, which is pretty impressive. It's a like, pretty wow. good little movie. Yeah. So it's called The Battery. The Battery. Why? It's sort of... It- there it's a are terrible title. Batteries. Um, one of the main characters has a disc man, and he puts batteries in it. And there are also walkie talkies. And there's also battery with a bat because they're baseball players, so they have a bat. Yeah, and at one point they refer um, Ben refers to them as a battery, like you work, I work, kind of thing. But that was like yeah. really loose. It feels and kind like of they just were like, trying throw in to connect it on many levels and it connected on none of them and maybe it was like actually too clever not clever enough I it was not honestly, both too clever not clever enough i didn't love this movie it was okay i feel it pretty meh about it um, i enjoyed again. the experience of watching it i really wanted a cigarette afterwards so many cigarette smoking scenes it was just like not enough substance for me. And a lot of it was like, the scene is too long. We've got no character development. This montage doesn't mean anything because I don't care about these characters. I yeah. easily mm-hmm. think they could have shaved 30 minutes off this movie and it would have been more successful. But I do kind of like the fact that it had no substance because it's a zombie movie, which we'll talk about. And in, you know, the zombie apocalypse, you- there probably won't be, like, a lot of missions you have to go on and, like, things you have to accomplish. You really will be kind of doing nothing, and I think that kind of scratched that aimlessness itch, but it just was too, like, long, so it lost me a few times. But I think, I think it was, like, if... 
I think it was actually kind of funny that a plot never really developed because they made it seem like something was going to happen and then nothing did. And I nothing was like, okay. happened. <laughs> but I just think like if two women were in this situation, we have we would have this like rich development of a friendship and like a yeah, they like, like a hate each other. And they, and they fucking hate each other. And only when they're drunk, right before one of them dies, do we get anything. And even then, I was like, eh, who cares? I also was like, I don't, I don't want to be drunk in that situation. There's, like, no oxygen in there. We'll get to it. I can't. Also, God, two hangovers. women would never be in this situation because we're not dumb. No, so that's we wouldn't, true. We're like, not stupid idiots. I wouldn't have made one of the choices that Mickey makes. He's the dumbest, dumb, dumb boy in the whole world. Should we get into it? God, he's so late. I called him Mr. Goatee because I kind of forgot his name. So All Mr. I Goatee. was his goatee. It's like Lazy his goatee hits you and then the rest of his face does. But it's like the rest of his face never completely forms. It's like out of focus <laughs> and the goatee is the only thing you can see clearly. It'll mm-hmm. make sense if you look up his face. <laughs> so we're his outside of a... like blank. His non-face. <laughs> Uh, we're outside of an abandoned home. Mickey, the aforementioned main character, is smoking while wearing headphones, and you, all you hear is, like, the big sound of the music. Uh, his Discman batteries die, and he walks up the porch steps of the house to replace them. Uh, he checks the house, and then traveling companion Ben screams at him to go. They run, and Ben's, like, shooting his gun, and he grabs his baseball bat, and they, uh... They take a run, make a run for it. And then there's some opening credits of the boys on the road. They're walking. They're playing catch. Um, they're smoking cigarettes. They look like they smell. Um, and this is where Bad. I'm like, okay, yeah, Ben is hot. But then I was like, is Ben hot? Or I am attracted to men. Am I attracted to men that seem like they would be like just really unkind to me? And I think question mark yeah. there he's like he is kind of hot but, but he also is scary he looks like a demon a daemon he looks like yeah like he has like sexually assaulted someone you know what i mean he looks he's like got, he's like, a definitely on meth um he, has sexually assaulted someone like he's he doesn't have a good look but i think also like he's the writer director star of this movie, and he makes himself look so. He's got like ripped jeans and an open shirt, and yeah, cowboy Mickey boots. looks like such and a Mickey doofus. He's like looks like a fucking on. doofus. Oh and my god, little, that yellow oh ass god. shirt! That yellow shirt. I'm like, come I on, hate it. bro. I hated the, Caesar- the styling. Oh my god, men. Caesar watched this before. I did and was like, he does this thing when he was watching movies and TV shows where he likes to tell me everything. Like, I've never seen Snowfall, but I know all of the characters. I know all of the plot points. He just, like, loves a good How share time. And I to do that? That's, like, a lot. To what? Retell a story? Yeah, and whenever Adam's like, what's that book about? I'm like, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading it, but, but I don't he, know. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's... And he's like, oh my god, this... And then he'll run... If he's watching something and I'm in, like, up in another room, he'll, like, run in and tell me the big thing that just happened. It's pretty adorable. That's kind of cute. But he That's how you heard about the masturbation scene? Oh, yeah. So he was telling me all about this movie before I watched it, and then he was kept referring... He forgot their names, and he kept referring to him as Yellow Shirt. And he's like, Yellow Shirt? 
Yeah. That's Accurate. his look for sure. He is a yellow really shirt. has. So, yeah, Mickey's, like, the soft boy, and then Ben's, like, the hardened, you know, like, tough guy. He doesn't have feelings. He likes to, like, listen to country music or something. I'm not, I'm not sure. But he likes to drink were, and be mean. Um, they were on a baseball team together. I don't know. They were, like, they keep saying we were baseballers. And I was, like, I don't – is that how baseball players talk about themselves? We were sport sportsers. We were, bo- we were on boys. the sports sports teams. And Ben was the catcher, which makes sense because he's got like catcher bod. And then um, Mickey was in the bullpen. So he was like, not, I guess, not a starting pitcher. He was like a pitcher that doesn't. He wasn't play a lot. (laughs) So they didn't really know each other. But I guess, I don't know. They must have been balling. And then the apocalypse broke out and they had to, you know, seek their fortune together. But so, what I don't understand, I mean, we can yeah. get to this when it comes up, but the house they were in. I don't, they don't explain Remember, it, it was, yeah, it was Mickey's guess, parents, though. He says it was Mickey's his parents, parents were there. house. So I guess, my guess is, like, they went to, they were on the road with the team or something, went to Mickey's childhood home. His parents were there, his sister, and they died, but Mickey and Ben got out. Yeah. Anyway, okay, keep going. Uh, Mickey and Ben have a catch. They play catch a lot in this movie. Um, They arrive, they are walking all through New England, all around on the roads, and they make it to a cabin on the lake. Um, Ben asks Mickey to fish with him, but Mickey's like, I don't want to. Literally, that's like how he's a passenger princess. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. He does not pull his weight. Ben kills a couple of zombies and adds them up on a little tally where he's keeping score of their kills, and he's, like, way ahead of Mickey, who's not doing anything. Um, Psychopathic behavior, though. I mean, I think that the zombie apocalypse is bringing out a side of Ben that he probably, like, had in his former life, but tried to hide. Um, I would not be glad to run across these fellas in the in the afterlife. So, no. Ben gets upset. Mickey gets upset, like, apropos of nothing. He's just like, I don't like it here. (laughs) And um, they they eventually find a Volvo station wagon and take out the zombie driver, and then they hit the road. Um, Fun fact, I grew up in Connecticut, and my parents had that same station wagon. So it was like... What a brag. It had Connecticut plate. I mean, it wasn't, like, a great car. That's, like, a (laughs) 1995 Volvo that breaks, like, every 15 minutes. We had a station wagon, too, growing up. Ours is blue, and it was a Ford. But it was also a station wagon. Fjord! Um, Apparently, they bought the car for, like, $3,000 on Craigslist or something, and the engine died while they were filming. So all of those scenes at the end of the movie where they're trapped in the car is after the engine died, and the car didn't run anymore. (laughs) Life imitating art. Fun facts. All right, they're in the Volvo. Um, Mickey asks Ben if he remembers a girl he was seeing in Pittsfield, and they go to her abandoned house to, like, check it out and see if she's there. She's not there, but Mickey steals a photo of her and sniffs her panties anyway. She looks... Those underwear are the underwear of a small child. A small girl. Her home is, like, a child's bedroom, or her bedroom is, like, a little girl's bedroom. I don't get it. I'm confused. I'm like, is she in high school at least? Like, what the fuck, bro? 
how old are they? Like, if this girl has, like, yeah, like, stuffed animals like, and underwear. 20s? Like, what? I don't know. They could be 40 or 19. I can't tell. It's, like, yeah, that, like, bikini bottom with, like, flowers on it is little girl underwear. Like, they don't make that or for adult like women. Or underwear that adult men making a movie would buy to be, like, the underwear of, like... And a woman in her early 20s that they're dating so they could infantilize her and make her seem yeah. like pure and angelic something like that perhaps gross I hated it they find some walkie talkies a gas can toothbrushes so this is maybe one of the first scenes where I was like okay let's move this along they brush their teeth for like four minutes like you're only supposed to brush your teeth for two minutes anyway and this just toothbrushing scene would not end um, ben says so many he, of these scenes. I'm like, okay, stop. we the got apple it. Scene, Rebecca. Oh my god, I was like, get me out of this orchard. God, <laughs> the so, napping. We kept shooting, coming back to his nap. I was like, okay, I get okay. it. He's fucking napping. I get it. I I need to nap as a result. Uh, ben says he knows Mickey wants to stay, but they can't. They'll get stuck. Like happened to them at Mickey's house. They were stuck for three months. Mickey's family didn't make it, and it was, like, really a close one, whether they were going to get out. They had uh, to they eat made, a dog. They had to eat a dog. I didn't write that down because I didn't love that detail. <laughs> Thank you so much. They did. It's part of their lore. It's part of their story. It's, it's a canon event. Um, Ben's canon. Some cows, and I was like, are they going to try to kill and eat a cow after talking about the dog? But they just pet them and, and walk away. Those cows need food. Those cows need care and food. Also, if they had just they stayed there. Incredibly healthy for domesticated cows whose parents, or excuse me, whose owners had died. Like, I was like, this is not realistic cow content. I feel like find the farm where those cows live and take it over, raise these cattle. Yeah, you guys could be cattle farmers. Could be a great life, but no. They I'm sure there's a way to, like, set up your home so that there's not only a single entrance and you don't get stuck. I think that Ben just needs to be in control, and he wants to just, like, prove that he can control Mickey and make Mickey do, do whatever he wants. These zombies move so slow. So slow. Just like this movie's And timeline. if it's farmland, so you'll see them coming a mile away. You can think Put you can traps. make this. Put yeah. up like little alarms, they ring a bell. They, do, you know, you have plenty of time, and you can have milk from the cows. And a cow gets old, then maybe you eat it. But you when have it's milk. like it's had a great run, yeah. elder, 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 elder cow. cow. Okay, what's going on? Uh, Mickey loads up the walkies with batteries, like the name of the movie, and he intercepts a message between two people called Annie and Frank, who are at a location called. The orchard, not the orchard I previously mentioned. There are two orchards in the movie. <laughs> this is Mickey Connecticut. Tries... We have a lot of apple orchards. Uh, Mickey tries to talk to them, but Frank says to stay off the channel. The orchard has no room, and they're not welcome. And Mickey's like, please talk to me, but they go dark, and he can't take no for an answer, and just like keeps radioing them. He's um, such a dweeb. He's such a dweeb. Mickey gets, like, super upset, and Ben was like, they don't want us there, but if you want to go find them, you go find them. I'm not going with you. 
Days later, Mickey's despondent. He still can't reach them. And Ben says, like, OMG, you have a crush on Annie. Like, you've never even met her, you creep. Ben they... uh, does a pretty misogynist kind of soliloquy about Annie, but he isn't wrong that Mickey is projecting, like, what he wants in a woman onto the construct of this woman on the other end of a radio channel. But he also was kind of offensive about it. Like, he is like, oh, when I think of whoever's on the other end, I'm like, whatever, it's probably like a 46-year-old softball coach. Connotation, gay. And then when he actually says bull dyke, you're like, okay. Like, the point could have been made without the homophobia, but the point kind of stands, because Mickey, I find Mickey worse. I find them both Mickey bad. is... Uh, sniffing like a young woman's underwear who he used to date question mark and then yeah he's like romanticizing a voice because it belongs to a woman and then soon he will also sexualize a dead body so like spoiler yeah, he's alert worse, but like but also like ben is yeah also being homophobic also kind of being misogynistic because he's still bringing it back to like like talking about a woman's body talking about big calves and etc it's it's like neither one of them is good mickey's worse i think the point could have been made without that and then people would have been people aka viewers like us because viewer female horror viewers exist crazy i know but we make up the majority of the horror viewership so it's just sort of like for a second, I was like, oh my god, Ben is, like, gonna have a feminist hero moment. And then he didn't. He he fumbled the bag, and I think that it could have been... Because, like, Ben doesn't seem, like, driven by sex and love in the same way that Mickey does, in a way that's kind of, like, refreshing for a gross man. Um, he is, unfortunately, more driven by, like, violence and and murder. And I actually do not think that he's straight. I think that he's in love with Mickey. And that's, like, why he tries so to control... Who would be in love with Mickey? I know. But I think that's why <laughs> yeah, he that's... tries to control him and says, like, we can't do these things that you want to do because I'm the only person that can keep you safe and we have to do it my way. He does say, you know, I'm the only person who can keep you safe. Um, that's a good take. I didn't really think about it that way. Maybe because I think Mickey's like the least lovable attractive person. <laughs> least <laughs> lovable, least attractive person. I mean, uh, I'm so ever. sorry that he's but so ugly. And like they could have put just him in any clothes and he still would have been ugly, it's... but like look what they I know, I have to be nicer about calling people ugly because I said some really not nice things about Will Poulter. I have to issue a we formal both, apology. I was <laughs> and Will Poulter did an interview where he was like, I know people think I'm fucked up looking, but I'm a good person. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I think like I you know being ugly isn't there's nothing wrong with being ugly like i, I think don't know more but ugly when men are ugly be on the inside on screen. It, it but it's so when they're ugly on the, on the inside like will poulter's character, character in midsommar is fugly and then when you see him in like a gq shoot talking about how there should be more like african restaurants with james beard awards i'm like well now you're hot like gosh <laughs> yeah right and he's like people shouldn't be bullied and then when people are telling him he's hot because he has muscles now, he's like, actually, that's kind of an insult. And then... Yeah. And, like, I still have the same face. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But I think, yeah, like, the character of Mickey is so gross and, like, Simpering, really leaves a bad taste, taste in my mouth. Just yeah, like and his clothes and his predatory gr- predatory goatee. I Who can't. wears noise-canceling headphones in a zombie apocalypse? Idiot. Dumb. But anyway, so and it's like, so yeah. getting so mad at Ben when Ben makes logical points is, like, infuriating. So I'm like, don't make me be on this man's side. <laughs> but anyway, it's the character, you know? I'm sure that the, I don't know his name, the person who plays Mickey is a... Is a fine person. Person, potentially. So they go to a bunch of motels because Mickey is like, oh, they said they have no vacancy on the radio call, so maybe they are based at a motel. And Ben is like, whatever, we have nothing else to do, but you're dumb. So at a motel that Mickey has forced them to go to, a couple of zombies, like, appear, and Ben kills them. And then Mickey's like, why do you have to fucking kill them? Like, you're so over the top. And Ben's like, I don't even want to be here, bro. Like, you are so annoying, and I'm keeping you alive. So, content warning for just, like, general grossness right here. Ben goes to find a waterfall and, like, rinse off. He has potentially a really small penis, or the water was cold, unclear. But seeing his dick wasn't everything I hoped it would be. I'll just say that. I do love... Full frontal male nudity. nudity. I do too. Like, thank you. I just like that 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 exists. You know, show me your as opposed to like, as opposed to a woman. You know, we don't even see, we don't even get boobs in this movie, and we get full frontal male nudity. And like, good job. Show me your weird dicks, your little dicks, your big dicks, your hairy dicks. I don't care to me. I want to see. I just want. (laughs) I want horror movies with no female nudity, all male nudity, just because it, it is so rare, you know? So Ben leaves Mickey sleeping in the car. Uh, while Ben's gone, a zombie approaches the car and the window's like cracked a little bit and Mickey panics. But then he realizes that the zombie was a lady with boobs and, you know, when she was alive. And so he starts to jack off to the dead zombie, like, trying to push her way into the car and, like, putting her dead boobs on the glass, putting them on the glass. It's really hard to watch. It also goes on for a long time. I am horrified. I was, like... Horrifying. I don't think I can, like, recall a scene in a horror movie that has, like, grossed me out the way this has for a, a little bit, honestly. Again, I also got a warning that the scene was coming because Caesar told me you all tell of me. the pop. No, well, I thought it'd be funnier if I didn't tell you. But I was upset. <laughs> but he like told me, and I was like, it, it, it was right after the scene happened, and he was telling me, and I the look on my face, I'm sure, was like open mouth shock because it's so gross, so gross, disgusting. I, I, I was just going like. Uh, I was the emoji with the teeth going like, oh. Um, so Ben Bad. arrives, he shoots the zombie, and he realizes what Mickey is doing and laughs a lot. And I'm like, you deserve that, Mickey. You deserve to mm-hmm. be mocked. Shame. I don't want to kink shame anybody, but this is like necrophilia. You know, she I is think not that's your... able to consent. Okay, she's not alive. She's dead, and she can't give consent. No, she's. Uh, just trying to get her nut. No pun intended. She's trying to eat. 
She's trying to survive in a new situation in which her consciousness has found itself, which is not ideal. And this little, like, dweeb in a yellow shirt is trying to, like, shoot his wad at her. So ridiculous. Gross. Depraved. A movie makes you have more empathy for the dead people than the alive people in it. Like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know, Ben. Okay, they're back on foot. They find a cabin. Mickey throws an actual hissy fit and sees that there's, like, a bedroom. And he demands to stay the night because he's like, I want to feel like a human again and sleep in a bed. So Ben takes his headphones away. He's like, we can stay here, but you can't get distracted. And then Mickey's, like, furtherly a baby. He's like, eh. He throws a million t- temper tantrums. He's like basically like balling up his fists and like pounding them all. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I think that was pretty reasonable since you've proven time and time again that you can't hear when your headphones are on. And you, there's two people on this journey, you know, like you have to pull your weight at some point. You can't just make demands. You have to also Ben help. should leave him. But he's in love with him. They're in love. Mickey's in love with, I don't know, the idea know. of a woman. Yeah, he's Not never seen actual an woman, actual woman. Just the idea of a woman. Yeah, gross. Ugh. Okay, um, that night Mickey tries to reach out to Annie again. She responds. She says they put her over the fence for talking to him and that the orchard isn't what he thinks it is and he should just shut the fuck up and let it go. He says he can't let it go and she's like change the channel dumb fuck like we're, we have to be done here <coughs> excuse me uh, Ben has a little dance party for one also lengthy and unnecessary uh, the next morning he finds a zombie and releases it into Mickey's room as an emergency preparedness drill kind of kind of messed up kind of fucked up <laughs> um, again this is a scene because we don't see mickey actually kill the zombie we see it from ben's perspective outside of the room because ben is our there audience is, proxy he's our proxy but there is not enough tension built into the scene i think it would be more i know we're just like entertaining mickey comes out <laughs> it would be more entertaining if and more effective and i think what they were he was going for if there was tension built then we would be waiting on the other side of the door like to see right. if he's actually alive but we're all just like okay let's open the fucking door let's keep any let's day keep rolling. Now. come on yeah. yeah yes um <sighs> oh shit i lost my tab <clears throat> excuse me oh no Okay, um, he says he left the bat in the room and he knows Mickey can do it. Mickey, like, wails like a baby, but gets the job done. Uh, when Ben opens the door, he, Mickey charges Ben and punches him in the face and then runs away in his little undies. (laughs) Um, Ben follows him and Mickey admits he talked to Annie. Uh, and Ben's like, okay, dumb fuck, let's go get you dressed and, you know, we'll, we'll get this together. Um, and then later they have a catch, but it's sad this time. Uh, okay. So then we have a, like, 15-minute friendship montage in an apple orchard. So, for example, as we have established their baseball players, they have a bat and a glove. Mickey is pitching apples to Ben, and he's hitting them, you know, like with the baseball bat. Like, oh, it's baseball. You could see this once, twice. Get the idea, right? 
It's like 10 apples that he just pitches and we just watch the apples getting hit for so long. Like, I was so bored. Okay, so this is where it gets juicy, you guys. Um, They find a car on the road as they're driving and start to siphon gas, but then realize that the engine is still hot. Um, When Ben... He's like, okay, let's just be fast and get out of here. Ben bends back down to siphon the gas, and a guy grabs Mickey and holds him at knife point. He tells Ben to give him the keys. He needs to go to Arizona and that he's going to be dead if they find him anyway. Ben says, okay, I'll put the gun down, and you have to let Mickey go, and then you can have the keys. Um, Jerry agrees, but then Ben tricks him and shoots him down as he's running away into a nearby field. Not great. He didn't have to kill Jerry. He could have just let Jerry, like, run away, honestly. I don't understand why. Like, I, like except you, for that Ben's fr- kind of a who's he gonna serial killer yeah, psychopath. He's a psycho. Couldn't even kill Mickey, who's, like, who's a simpering little pus. Like, he's nothing. Yes. Pus, like, that leaks out of an infected wound. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with that yellow you know, shirt. He's like pus. That's so true. Okay, so they're back on track. They're like, all right, let's you didn't like get my, out of here. My insult? <laughs> I did. A, a simpering, oozing pus. Um, ben holds a gun up, but the lady says, it's a lady and a man, and she says, this is our car. We just came to get it, and we'll be on our way. There's an awkward interaction. Annie is clearly like, we don't know each other. Don't talk to me. Um, Mickey realized it's Annie, and he's like, oh, Annie, it's Mickey. And she's like, man, what the fuck? Like, come on. Then he calls her name. She shoots Ben in the knee and forces him to give her the keys. She's like, okay, you guys cannot follow us. Throws the keys into the field, and she's like, wait until we're gone, and then go find them. If I see you guys again, I'll kill you both. Honestly, she told him to stay away. Multiple motherfucking times. She obviously knew it was you. She was giving you the chance to just, like, say nothing, go your separate ways. Like, we don't have to talk about this. But he's so dumb, and he caused this problem. So they can't find the keys. And she's pretty generous. I thought she was just going to kill them. But she's like, okay, go, just stay away from me. Um, They go find, All she try wants to find is the for keys. them to stay away from me. Like, For leave me Mickey alone. To leave her alone, yeah. Yes. And I'm like, could she make this sound more ominous to you somehow so you'll shut the fuck up, Mickey? Like, Jesus Christ. Right. So, Mickey can't find the keys because he's a dumb bitch, and Ben can't walk because his kneecap has been shot. Um, so they just are like, we'll find them in the morning. So they wake up in the night, go to sleep, wake up in the night, and the car is surrounded by zombies. Again, they still don't have the keys. Um, they turn off the headlights and hunker down, and then the next morning they're still surrounded. Ben pops out of the, like, moon roof to try to do some, like, shooting, but it's not effective. The horde is growing. Mickey says they have to hotwire the car, but Ben says no, he'll fuck the car up. So why didn't they return to this plan later when things are looking, like, more and more hopeless? Yeah. Yeah. Hours pass. I mean, if you, if someone was like, let's hotwire a car, I wouldn't even know where to start. Well, apparently they've tried to do it before and failed, and then they just end up, like, stripping the wiring and fucking up the car. But, like, do you have a better plan? (sighs) Get killed. Okay. 
Ben finally cracks. They've been in there for hours. They decide to get drunk. There's like a very drunk friendship montage. Whatever. They sleep in the car again. And the next day, Ben says, Mickey, you've got to run out there and find the keys and come back. You can do it. You're fast. And he said, if you can get out and not find the keys, but you can keep going, like, just leave me here. Go. So the roof, moon roof opens. Mickey hops out. And Ben is left behind looking worried for, like, ten minutes. We don't see what Mickey's doing. We only see the interior of the car. Again, way too long. Way too long. I honestly think the idea is, like, effective because it builds – it is, like, tension building for maybe the first, like, minute. And then you're like, no. okay, I'm going to scroll my phone. <laughs> like, this is boring. Yeah. It's just <laughs> – they're not building enough tension. I think they wanted to, but they did not. So, it's a while. <laughs> Take some time. Ben's in, Ben's in the car. Ben's in the car. He's peeing. He looks like he smells disgusting. Ben hears Mickey yell for him and bang on the roof. He opens the moonroof and lets Mickey back to the car, but he was bit. Okay, so at first, I thought, but you didn't think this because you knew the ending already, but I thought Ben, Mickey was doing like a joke and he was like, I got bit. Just kidding. <laughs> the keys because he did such a bad job, like <sighs> acting, like wounded. <laughs> I thought it was a bit, but then I was like, "Oh, they're serious." Oh no! <laughs> so he's gonna die. <laughs> he's bit. Um, he begs for Ben to let him live, but Ben's like, "No," and kills him. Ben talks into the radio, telling the story of being stuck in the house when it first started. He talks to Annie, saying that Mickey died because of her, which, no, he didn't. He died because of himself. They finally get out of the house they were trapped in by opening the door and then going out the other side while the zombies hoarded to the open door. He says he's going to try it again, and if it doesn't work, he'll kill himself. But if it does, he's going to find Annie and kill her. And then the final shot is Ben walking down the road wearing Mickey's headphones with a horde of zombies following him. There's you can't... Honestly, this horde is like 10 people. Maybe. Max. I don't 10. think it had to go the way it went. Yeah, I think there were options. Like, why did he just send Mickey out there and not bring, like, the bat and be like, hey, look at me, look at me, and, like, hit them with bat, you know? Right. Also, clearly, Ben could have hobbled his way away. These zombies move at, like, half snail's pace. They could have just left anytime. They could have just walked out of the car. I I don't know. I mean, and Ben has this seemingly endless supply of bullets. Like, why didn't... There were so many other options. It just didn't feel logical. And, I like, there were so many things. Like, I... I don't know. Like, and there are so many Mickey other options. even says, like, what if we try what we did in Pittsfield to get out of the house? And Ben's like, no. And then he's like, oh, well, I am going to do that now that you're dead, actually. <laughs> and, of course, at the end, the only woman in the movie, Annie, somehow is culpable for every, like, bad thing that ever happened to this man. Even though Mickey is, like, the most illogical and problematic traveling buddy you could possibly have in a post-apocalyptic scenario. He's so, like, thoughtless, selfish, stupid, like, obnoxious. And then suddenly Ben, I think, again, because Ben is in love with Mickey, he's like, 
well, it's over now, so I gotta go just, like, on this suicide mission to avenge my husband because he's, I had to shoot him in the face, you know? Right. Uh, she could have killed them both if she wanted to. Like, she I mean, gave them a chance. And, like, you're gonna give up and not find the keys? Like... That's really oh, risky, bitch. my dude. Yeah, yeah, like you, you should have your keys. I would have stayed out there till I found them. It wasn't even that dark when he came back in. You could, uh, also, yeah. There were like there could have been strategies to like feels go like out Ben could again and look for uh, the yeah yeah. But. It was um not my favorite movie I've ever seen. It was watchable. A bit boring. It was fine. I mean, Caesar liked it. You thought it was watchable. I thought it was I fine. I think that I like watching amateur actors that are so bad because it's like fun. Like Mickey's it's like fun, the worst yeah. actor I've ever seen, and it is really funny to like watch him throw these hissy fits. But yeah, yeah I like... mean, pretty misogynistic. Does not pass the Bechdel test. I don't know how Annie got blamed for everything. All she did was say, stay away from me. This isn't safe for you. And repeatedly, you know, like, leave me alone. Go away. Don't go on this channel. And I promise you, and- you do not need to come here. It's not a good idea. Let it go. No. Um, what I want to know what Jeremy Gardner, writer, director extraordinaire, is doing now. Seems like he's been in a lot of movies. He's since. a fundraiser, just like me. He raised the six thousand dollars. He was what? in Spring. Was he? He was Tommy. Oh my god! Oh my god. How did we not like, know that? Was he like fat? More dumb. He was fatter oh, in that movie, right? I started. I started playing the trailer. Oh no! Um, don't do that. Probably. Because Tommy was really a friend from home, right? I mean, he yeah. actually does have a pretty robust IMDb. IMDb. You know how we love to hop on people's IMDb pages. Um, Spring Tommy. Yeah, he must have midnight. put some huh. weight on. Which, like, this is not said in a ma- an unkind way. I love a chunky boy. Fingers. That it was a movie he was in. Off season? That sounds kind of familiar. Do you think he was in the production team in spring, too? Uh, probably. Let's see. Oh, he directed After Midnight, whatever that is. He's Writer? probably, no. um... He's probably just friends with, like, all these white guy teams. You know, they stick together. White they, guys. They... They tend to hoard, like, zombies. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, like, so shocked. Oh, I didn't... Normally, I'm so good at recognizing actors, but... I just, like, was, like, maybe he just looks like someone I went to high school with. <laughs> he does one have of one of those faces. faces. Yeah. yeah, he's got, like, a high school guy face. Um, Spring was such a shame, because it was so, like, such a weird, cool concept, Wasted on such a dud of a man. Yeah. Again, told from the least interesting person's perspective in the story. I, I don't understand that. Jeremy, I want to see what he looked like in spring. I know. I'm trying to. I was because trying to. Look I remember at the, the friend from home being like a big, sexy 
bear daddy, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't really remember. I honestly don't remember. Yeah, All these he movies was like, we do, I, like... He looks forget. like he aged, like, fucking ten years between this movie and Spring, which was only two years later. I was gonna say, yeah. It's... Where do we watch it on? I'm gonna watch just the first five minutes again to see. I think we watched oh, it on Prime free. as well. It's free on on everything. To be you, Everybody's to be or like, not to be. Just watch it. Um. Maybe yeah, he's wild. just got a lot of hair. He's a More little hair. bigger. Okay, I gotta let this go. Um. Yeah, I think that this is not a well-written script. I think <laughs> I thought them being at baseball players was going to be like a bigger element, but it's just that they play catch a lot and have a bat. It was um, uh, like in um, Swing. What the fuck is that fucking movie about aliens? God damn it! I don't know. The M Night Shyamalan movie players? with with uh, Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix. Signs! Oh my Isn't god, I can't like, think of the name of your it. Your favorite movie? <laughs> it's my one of my sister's favorite movies. Uh, but yeah, he like has to swing the bat to like kill the alien, and it's like the last thing that the dead wife oh, said yeah. was like swing, swing. Okay, I have to James read this. or whatever his name is. <laughs> I have to read you this piece of trivia because when I read it, I laughed out loud because it's incredibly stupid. Let's hear it. It is only a coincidence that four main characters are unintentionally named after famous mice. Ben from Willard. I don't know what that is. Mickey, Jerry from Tom and Jerry. Annie from the Annie Mouse books. Like, these are just names, right? (laughs) Just, who who connected those dots? (laughs) Like, I've never. The only truly famous mice are Minnie and Mickey. And I guess Jerry. Jerry. Well, I'll give you Jerry, Jerry's but I don't know. Is there a but, Jerry in this movie? Which but, one is that? Yeah, Jerry's oh, the, the one guy that, that holds him at knife point. But if you hear someone say, hey, my name's Jerry, you're like, a man named Jerry. But if you hear my name say, hear someone say, hey, my name's Mickey, you're like, mouse. Right? Like, I, I feel guess. like Mickey Mouse has just the highest mouse name recognition. And this piece yeah. of trivia is a little bit of a stretch. If someone's like, hi, my name's Ben. I'm named after a mouse. I'd be like, what mouse? <laughs> like, you, <laughs> you know, know like, personality disorder. <laughs> Why would you tell me that? <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um... Okay. We have had many, many technical difficulties Abby's microphone is maybe not working. Maybe it's my computer. We're not really sure. We're working it out. But um, either way, the end of the the recording of our battery episode did not go through. So I'm here from the future to talk about it again. Um, I don't. It was a while back. I have bangs now. A whole the whole world has changed. But I. Don't recommend the movie. I don't think Abby does either. The ending was like nuts. He didn't have to shoot his friend. They both could have escaped the zombies. It's like a the I don't know. The editing room should have been used more. The scenes were so long. But um 
thank you for listening. Sorry for the issues with recording, but we love you all and stay ugly, get fucked, and we love you. Bye.